Welcome to the Human Size Leader Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Crystal. And today we're going to talk about the discomfort of changing boundaries. Yeah, this this is real for me right now. Yeah, yeah it's like people don't like change in general. And so when you start working on things that are change for you, for healthy space, healthy boundaries, just and it affects other people, it like causes some rub, you know, just naturally it's going to do that. Yeah. And there's a book, if you haven't read it, Boundaries, and there, there's a series on them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And all of us have family of origins. And I, I would argue most people, I hate saying all, <laughs> I just realized, but... Uh, That's a superlative. It's a bad yeah, word. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Most, maybe you, um, your our family of origins teaches us certain boundaries, and they're usually wrong. Yeah. Well, can I just vocalize something here too? Like this whole, um, the fact that changing your boundaries and people might react badly or differently or awkwardly to that is not saying anybody's a bad person. I think we all change. It's because something changes and we are like, what's going on? Or we just have a reaction. I just want to cover this and like whoever we're referring to in the ethereal of the people that react, that's just natural. But having the conversation about the fact that that is going to happen and how to process and handle that. That's good. Well, and people use it kind of in a negative context, right? They say, you've yeah. changed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope so. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was thinking, um, my uh, wife, Rachel, and I met at 13 years old. I would hope I am a different person. Right. Yeah. 13. Yeah. And some of that sometimes is like, they just don't know what's going on and they have assumptions or you know, you, you changed their life and they didn't have a say in it. <laughs> right. You're not yeah. doing something you used to do that made their life easier. Maybe. Yeah. So when we're talking about boundaries, what we're saying is what it's based where I end and you begin, right? Mm-hmm. There, there is an ending of me and a beginning of you. And I think when I'm looking at my family of origin, for example, and the way we operate, we are servers. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, my whole family's in service industries from pastors to restaurants. And uh, the cool thing about serving people is they've got a heart of service. Uh, the hard thing is most people in those industries um, go from their own personal boundaries into someone else's, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we do for others what they can do for themselves. And oh, that's interesting. So that's that's that bound. That's when you know you're a going crossing into another boundary. Right. Yeah. When you're inconsistently doing that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, um, we talk about family of origin. I know that this has been a huge thing for me because like I picked up a lot of, um, responsibilities young due to my family system and, um, issues there. And like now it's, it was so, um, early in my formation. It's almost a part of me. Like I constantly fight, um, that neat responsibility. Like I feel responsibility sometimes for someone I just met when they tell me their problem, like, right. Yeah. I mean, that can sound nice, but the fact that it, it like almost merges with me <laughs> instantaneously and I have to be aware with that is like so unhealthy. But I think a lot of people, because of whatever their system of work or their family of origin, you're like, it, it feels so inherent that we would be responsible for things that aren't ours. Right. And it- Similar, something I'm realizing that I struggled with recently that I was like, oh, that's a struggle. Oh, <laughs> that's enough. Um, is, you know, I'm always in a place of leadership wherever I go, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and as a leader, I've really owned that 
whatever the problems are, they're my fault, uh, to a unhealthy extent. So if we're talking and you misinterpret what I say, I'll put all the blame on me. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just good leadership, good stewardship. And I'm realizing talking with people um, at the retreat we were at, at where we're getting counseled and, yeah. and coached. It's like, you know, you don't own both sides of the conversation. I'm like, right. Oh, right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, and then there is the reality that some people in their way they've navigated boundaries go the other direction, like where they become yes. the opposite, where like everything is like kind of pushed off, <laughs> like that they're, they're pushing their boundaries into others because that's just... And it's both are unhealthy. Both can be fixed. Um, I feel like the the boundaries that we're talking about that we both struggle with feel more benevolent (laughs) and are easier to talk about. I wonder how it is for those who, who cope that way. You know, it's probably harder to openly say, talk about that. And it may even feel awkward for them when they're picking up stuff they never picked up before actually intentionally navigating their own stuff because yeah. Yeah. And you, I, I would say, if, as we're talking, if you're realizing an unhealthy boundary, for example, you, you don't just cut it and switch. Mm-hmm. Um, that can cause just as much or more relational damage. And really what I think we're talking about is there, there's this term, it's over-functioning. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that is under-functioning. Um, so over-functioning is you're doing stuff for others, again, that they can do for themselves. And you're not doing it out of love. You're not doing it out of anything. You're you're doing it because that's just what you do. And it's like, I have a hard time sitting still. Yeah. Uh, and one of the scripts I believe is underneath the surface of it is that people love me for what I do for them. Yes. Yeah. And so, and that's been a, re- a new thing that I'm realizing, oh, that's why I have a hard time sitting still. And yeah. so because of that, I'm over-functioning in areas all over the map Yeah. because I'm trying to earn everyone's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as I realize that and I'm cutting it back, I'm having to be careful because uh, we can give someone a wound of abandonment yeah. if we've been over-functioning and all of a sudden we're just like done, hands up in the air. Do you think um, that's something to verbalize too? Like if it's appropriate in the relationship, depending on the nature of the relationship to say, hey, like I've realized that I I pick up too much because I'm really searching for approval or whatever. Um, and I'm trying to work on that to like, let them know that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, I do mm-hmm. personally. Um, and last week I'll give an actual example. Last week I realized I was over-functioning everywhere <laughs> in my home. I was doing things for my kids that they can do for themselves. And the reason I realized that is I got asked a simple question. Um, Do we have lids for the water bottles? (laughs) And and that just made me go ballistically angry. Like it didn't come out ballistic, but internally I'm just raging. Uh And I'm like, where are your water bottles? (laughs) And uh, I had to tell Rachel, my wife, I had to say like, hey, I'm realizing I'm over-functioning to such a... On a, that the kids are looking to me for things they can do for themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. And I had to say in that moment, I'm angry. I'm not expecting you to do anything. I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm being irrational this second. Can we talk <laughs> about this when I'm rational and help me develop a plan? Because I can't see health right now. Wow. That right there, everybody just take note of that. Like recognize when you're in that place and just recognize that you're not going to figure it out in that moment. <laughs> And tell the person you're with. (laughs) Yes. And 
that that uh i've used that three times since last week because i realized it was gold when it just came out of my mouth that like uh-huh. i can't see health right now yeah we're honest i think we get as a leader we get in those spaces all the time we're overwhelmed overtaxed can't even see what our list is that really needs to get done and what's just weight on our shoulders and just i can't see health then other people can speak into it yeah well let's stop right now let's dig dig into that ugliness of overfunctioning because this is a place that you and i share um we can corroborate Yeah. <laughs> in the ugliness, because that's what I, I really struggle with the overfunctioning too. And like, and um, how, as I'm listening to you, I'm realizing how self selfish it is because it does create the problem of someone underfunctioning and make it hard for them to function. And it's confusing if you go back and forth on it, like you do all the stuff because maybe you just want it done, or maybe there's a part of you that feels like if you don't do it, you're not going to be as loved, which I hate that, but I, I resonate with that. Like, yeah. If they're not going to have as much of an affection for me, if I'm, you know, they have to figure this out. Or sometimes when people have to do things for themselves, this is maybe more a shallow, more shallow piece of it. But in my life, I've noticed it. They're not as happy when they have to do it themselves. And I want people to be happy. I want them to be pleasant around me. But just if you really start to detangle that, you're really doing such a disservice to the other people. Um, You're making it hard for them. This is something you said to me this week. You make it hard for them to function correctly if you're always over functioning you're actually putting barriers up to them having to do what they need to do to be healthy and how unkind that is and how much it is really wrapped in something that seems kind and a goodness and then what we're talking about today is how uncomfortable it is when you make that change because you know what people are going to be a little more unhappy when they have to do the things they didn't have to do or just stressed you know yes or i get unhappy like um so when we over when we're over functioning, right? Um, we have no choice. We become self righteous, mm-hmm. like about yeah. it. And you can see this in the moment you get angry. Like if you're listening, like the moment you get angry, just those thoughts you have, like right, I'm the only one. Uh, so, uh, maybe that's just me, but that's where I go. Like, cannot these people? What God? What did you give me these people for? Right. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, but when we're overfunctioning, if someone wants to be in relationship with us, they have no choice but to underfunction. Yeah. They have no choice. They leave or underfunction because we're overfunctioning, right? There's yeah. a 50-50 line and that. But when we change that, right, as you're talking about it, especially um, like you can't verbalize to everyone you're changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so those people, like all of a sudden it starts to reveal uncomfortably so who is in real who is like remember that under script yeah those people only love what i can do with them for them uh there are some people that only appreciate that about me yeah and that's been very uncomfortable yeah once i've pulled back then they're pulling back in relationship and it hurts yeah so that's part of that discomfort of change is part of this i'm realizing there are people that are just with me to be with me right those yeah. are my my people. But there were people that I thought were my people that are like, um, but he's not helpful anymore. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> and that's painful. But I mean, it's better to get to the other side and be able to function in a healthy way that you're not stretched in confusing yeah. people. That's the other thing. I think it's confusing. I find that when people are overly helpful. And I'm I don't even know how to like interact with that. So I'm like, I'll just let you do your thing. Like if you're yeah. if you're gonna do it, I'm gonna like step back because this is and I really don't like to like not know what I need to do or be like, be confusing at all. I will just back up if it's confusing at all. 
So you may find new relationships when you start having healthy boundaries that people are going to come closer to you <laughs> if you're not over-functioning. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping so. And, you know, I think, too, like what you were just saying there, and relationships two-sided. Mm-hmm. And if um, I'm never needing someone else, why are they in relationship with me? There's a point where they're going to be done with that. I have actually had a close friend say that to me. Like, not that exactly, but like, basically, I don't know how to be your friend because you don't share your need. Like, you don't display yeah. your need or let me let me meet your need. Um, and I was like, what Ugh. the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I should be easy to be. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how do? Here's my overfunctioning. Really, in like a meta, I'm like, how do I make a need so I can be like have a need that meets <laughs> my need, need. To need? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really need coffee right now. Yeah. No, no that's um, a really healthy thing of that person to say to me, but. Um, oh, very, very. Yeah. And a good friend. Uh, and let me just say, like, there's another discomfort of change. Like, let, I struggle to tell people my need. And so telling them is like, you, you're you asking me to skydive right now. Right. And they like, might not meet your need or they might not understand. So there's a lot of vulnerability in that, you know. I think people, a lot of people yeah. struggle with that. Just yeah. There's certain parts of my life that you know i'm open book it's very authentic but and it's easy yeah authentic about i need your help in this area well what what about the uncomfortableness in us when we change like here's what i deal with guilt like immense guilt when i don't do what i think i or i did before or what i could do or something i know makes someone uncomfortable i i know logically what i'm doing is healthy but the guilt is very real. The distance I perceive is very real. And I think that's something we just have to, you know, do the work to manage. Why do I feel this way? What is the truth? What do I really need? Like, I think that's going to derail you if you don't deal with that. What's underneath that? Yeah. Well, and one of the, one of the discomfort of change I'm running into right now, which is really self-righteousness. I'm coming to grips with that. Yeah. But um, in the church a lot, we talk about you know, that we're to be used by God. And I'm realizing when I rest properly and I feel rested, that's uncomfortable for me. Oh, I feel shame that mm-hmm. I'm not doing enough for God. Right. Um, and I go down that spiral like, oh, I could do more. I'm not, I'm not maximizing my potential for the kingdom. Right. Um, and again, it's a discomfort of change. Like, even what I'm saying is health, healthy rest, and that feels uncomfortable. I have this feeling. I don't even know what healthy rest actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm starting to scratch the surface of that. Yeah. And even just scratching the surface feels uncomfortable. Like yeah. um, someone asked me to do something. I have the energy to do it now that I've been rested. Yeah. And to say no uh, is like, who am I? <laughs> well, and the, the whole dynamics of that as a believer we know like in the true rest when we're truly like in christ like that overflows like his work in us comes out naturally in like how he uses how we love people and it's almost like we're just missing it by a few marks when we are stretching ourselves to be all those things without it coming out of that place of true rest and true you know being in him, which when we're doing all the work, it's really hard to let him be working in us because we're almost talk about boundaries with God. <laughs> we're like, yeah. oh God, I got it, I got it. He's like, no, I'm the source. We're like, no, I got it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we probably do overfunction with God quite a bit, huh? Yeah. Like enter into a place that's, and remember, entering 
into a place that's not ours is overfunctioning. And so like yeah. when we're trying to figure out the future, mm-hmm. right? That's anxiety, but it's also like you have no say in that. Like right. you can <laughs> you can prepare, you can be wise, but you can't you can't overfunction yourself into success in that way. Yeah. So so as you're changing like and you're uncomfortable with it and it feels like a hot mess, <laughs> I would just remind you to just be kind to yourself because discomfort is one of our guarantees in this life. <laughs> and Amen. Especially you change. It's really going to ratchet up. I love when you end um, on encouraging things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. That's what I'm here for, Crystal. <laughs> but, uh, but like it encourages as you get used to that discomfort, there's, there can be joy in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just thinking about like one of my favorite activities, which people mock me uh, for this, but I like running marathons um, and it's highly uncomfortable, but there is a joy after that. Like there is this certain runner's high in a, in a race that you get after that discomfort mm-hmm. between, between another set of discomfort that do. is unmatched in life. And I think it's that way when we change um, that there is that great, there's that moment where it's like, I am not who I used to be Yeah. with pride and joy. Um, and maybe so, rest. <laughs> and maybe rest. So um, I'll encourage you one more time. You're going to fail <laughs> of, as you get not liking that discomfort feeling and you try to go back to maybe um, a dog returning to its puke and go back to old things that you're going to fail. But continue to fail forward, my friend. You got this. We appreciate you being with us this week on the Human Size Podcast. We hope the conversation was helpful to your leadership role. Join Zach and Crystal next week as they discuss anxiety. It's more prevalent in us than you might think. Have a fantastic week.